This episode is brought to you by Dr. Kate Wigan, Chief Medical Officer of Naturopathic Health Connection and For My Clinic Inlaid Hyperbarics in Vancouver, Washington. Trust me, she's a doctor you want to know. I personally get to experience and witness her magical insights every single day. If you are looking for a doctor that will listen to your concerns and address your unique medical issues, let Dr. Kate and her more than three decades of medical training help you with your pain, inflammation, autoimmune disease, traumatic brain injury, cancer, or any other complex medical issue via IV therapy and so many other modalities. Contact Dr. Kate to start feeling better today at 360-213-1226, or you can also find her at drkatewigan.com. Dr. Kate treats people, not diseases. to Into the Light with Crazy Kate, the podcast that helps you feed your wellness, empowers you to tap into your inner healer, and live a more imperfectly balanced and healthy life. And what about the aliens? Yep, we're definitely going to have some fun along the way too. Now let's freaking send it. Welcome back, friends. You are listening to Into the Light with Crazy Kate, and I am beyond stoked to be recording this episode tonight. I have two amazing people sitting next to me. We'll start off with Ben. Ben is back. Believe it or not. Hi, Kate. He's here. Hi. How are you? I am awesome. Happy to have you back today. Thanks for having me back today and giving me beer. Always. Thank you. Ben from the podcast Business Over Beer. For my listeners, if you haven't checked them out, please do. You can find them at bizoverbeer.com. And he's also part of my amazing producer team, TH3 Entertainment. Woohoo. Thank you. (laughs) So happy to have you. And also sitting next to me is a force to be reckoned with. I don't even know where to start introducing this woman. She's honestly a literal superwoman behind the scenes of all things hyperbaric oxygen. And for those of you that follow Edna and I within Light Hyperbarics, most of you might not know that there's actual, actually a larger movement that's going on, and I'm really excited about it. I have been riddled with anxiety all day, and just beyond, like I can't even comprehend where we are going with hyperbaric oxygen therapy. You guys hear me talk about it all the time, because that's literally what I live and breathe right now, um, but this amazing guest sitting next to me, met her eight years ago. She, from day one, was an amazing advocate for Edna and I when we were just little fish in a big sea trying to figure out what we were doing um, and pioneering a whole new road, whole new industry. And it's Shannon frickin' Kennett's welcome to my show. I am so excited to be here. I am just beyond thrilled. This is going to be so much fun. Thank you. She's actually graced us with her presence for the last two days, and we were her first clinic of many that she will be touring in 2022. In 2022, she's going to be doing a whole tour of 
HBOT clinics and documenting the whole thing. Yes, and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be lots of fun. We're kind of your kickoff. Well, you guys are. And what a way cool. to kick it. Yeah, what a way to kick it off. It's been an amazing two days. Um, today was amazing just getting to you know, know your staff and to be able to try all the things that you guys have here. Um, had my first facial at 55, which was amazing <laughs> until later on I got zapped in the knee <laughs> from another thing to help with my inflammation in my knee. So, um, but Edna did an amazing job. It was so much fun today going on the light bed, doing the sauna, the hyperbarics and everything. You guys have an amazing, beautiful clinic here. Thank you. So I introduced who you are, Shannon Kennett's. However, what do you do? You are the executive director of the International Hyperbaric Association. Yes. So the International Hyperbaric Association, IHA is what we call it, is a nonprofit um, organization that promotes the use of hyperbaric oxygen therapy for basically off-label indications. So we, you know, focus on autism, cerebral palsy, tro- stroke, Parkinson's, um, just a variety of different neurological conditions. And um, we also fund research and we fund treatments for families that can't afford hyperbaric. So um, it's been an amazing journey. It's an amazing um, therapy, and um, I'm super excited about the future of hyperbarics because, like you said, we're taking it up a step. We're moving forward, and it's going to be amazing what you're going to see happening in the next five to ten years with hyperbaric therapy. I can't even comprehend it. Yeah. So for my, for my listeners that are tuning in, uh, how did you get involved? What started your journey with hyperbaric? Well, what started my journey is I have a daughter, Grace, who you know. Um, so excited for you to meet her um, in June. And um, she was diagnosed with a really rare mitochondrial disease. And she was one of five children in the world diagnosed with it, um, was on life support, feeding tube, was not able to sit up, talk, walk. Um, and I was searching for something for Grace. Didn't know what it was. Um, our state um, has, you know, ended up going to our hospital because once she was diagnosed with her disease, it's terminal. She, um, like at age three on a good day, weighed 15 pounds. And um, they basically kind of told me that once they found the diagnosis and our insurance dropped us, that we should really let Grace go. Um, I had a lot of moms reaching out to me and saying you should try hyperbarics because a lot of things that, that Grace had, like she was not being able to hold her head up or hold her bottle or do those, those types of things, mimic cerebral palsy. So they told me about hyperbaric therapy. So I started to do research on it. And um, I'm like, you know, I need to try this therapy. Nothing else was working. They basically were fighting, you know, the symptoms. So anything time Grace had anything wrong with her, they would just fix it with medication or do anything that we could to keep her alive. But we still weren't treating the underlying cause of what was going on in Grace's body and um, did some fundraising and started my journey with hyperbarics and no idea, no idea whatsoever that it was going to lead me um, to where I am Mm -hmm. today and um, with her. And um, I I really did hyperbarics so that I could let Grace go. Um, You know, I'm a psychologist by trade and I knew that in order to be a good mom to my daughter, Lily, that I really needed to focus on all the things that were possible for Grace and hyperbarics just to seem one of them. And I was shocked, you know, with the results. And all that you we were got. looking to get out of it is you wanted Grace to know who you were. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Grace didn't, you know, she knew my voice and she, you know, but she was blind. And um, as a mom, it, it was just one of those things that I, I just really, really, I can say the story like a hundred times <laughs> and it doesn't matter because my voice starts to crack because it's just so real. Like, cry. and, um, 
I just wanted her to know that she was so incredibly loved. And before I let her go, I just, I wanted her to know that when she went to the next place that I did everything that I could do before I let her go. Cause then I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I could be a good mom to Lily. And, um, what I got was just amazing. Um, Grace in March turned 22 years old. This is a child that was never supposed to live past the age of two. Um, and she graduated high school, walked across her graduation stage. She swims on her own. She bikes with an adaptive bike. Um, she has friends. She went to the school prom. Um, she takes classes at the University of Madison. And, but again, the most important thing to me is when I call Grace or I FaceTime with her, she looks at me, which she was never supposed to see. And she'll look right at me and she'll say, mama. And, um, that's the most amazing gift. That's that's what Hyperbaric gave me. It gave me my daughter back. It gave her sister a sister. It gave my parents a grandchild. And, you know, I'm just one of the stories. There are so many stories like mine that are out there. And I just, you know, and this helped Grace so much. I was like, we got to do something about it. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, fuck these doctors that are mm-hmm. telling us to, you know, let our kids go. And oops, could I swear? Sorry about that. Uh, please do um, on my show. Yes, and- it's very welcome to- <laughs> And um, I just was just kind of like, you know, I can't let this happen to other people because I think I was in a position where I was I was a stronger advocate. I kind of knew the system a little bit. My my brother's in the medical field and I was just kind of like, I'm going to fight it. But I know that there's just a lot of people that can't fight it. I know there's a lot of people that um, don't know how to or know that they can be their own advocate, right? And that's um, it right there. Yep. And that's like mm-hmm. what my goal is, is to really just show people that you can be your own advocate, mm-hmm. advocate for health because something we just don't have in our country. Yeah. So I listened to your, we were here last night and we listened to your speech and your, your presentation and like, that's ah, a roller coaster of some, of emotions because, you know, as a parent, I couldn't imagine that. I couldn't imagine being in that position. And the strength and the courage you showed, and you just said it. You not you didn't just gain one daughter back. You 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 gained two daughters. Yep. Like that's you saved two daughters' lives. That is freaking amazing. Like that's legit awesome. It, it, it is, and you know, I I often you know sometimes like her sister, her name is Lily, and I try really hard to keep her like in the loop of everything. And when I talk so much about Grace, but I mean, she's in an incredible young woman in her own right. I mean, I remember we were when when Lily was would have been only Grace probably would have been right around three and a half, four years old, and we were driving and. Um, Grace ended up having some seizures and Lily was in the back seat and she's like, mom, Grace is seizing. And she had actually turned blue. And we always, we always carried an Ambu bag with us. And Lily was trained at a young age, what to do with that. And here, here I am driving, you know, and on a busy freeway, taking her into the hospital because I knew that we knew that we needed to get her in because things weren't going well, but they said it was stable if not to med flight us. So we just drove. And there I look in my rear view mirror and there her sister is, Ambu Baking, her, her little sister, right? And I couldn't pull over because of the traffic. And finally, I was able to pull over into a cornfield. And the med flight came and picked us up. And I just, you know, I asked her, do you remember those moments? And she's like, I do, Mom. Like, I remember doing that. I remember being in the intensive care unit when Grace coded and we couldn't find her. And she was like underneath the crib. And all of a sudden we heard crying. Like, and we were like, they're like, she's like, save my sister, save my sister. And it was just, it was such a traumatic thing for our whole family. 
But man, you know, like she kicked butt. Like she came, Lily came out of this as so much stronger and understanding and she has empathy and she's just a beautiful soul. Like she just, you know, she sees anybody that has any type of diversity. She stops them on the street. She asks if she can help. She is one of those kids where if we're sitting in a busy airport and see, she sees a soldier walking by, she gets up from what she's doing. She goes over, she says, thank you. Like she just has these values that I'm like, where did she get those from? Because <laughs> like, you know, I was so busy, like just taking care of Grace um, and now she's getting into, you know, she takes care of her sister and she is going to be, um, getting into hyperbaric therapy herself. And she does do talks. Um, she's kind of followed in my footstep that way and has, you know, probably done 10 international types of talks. And mm-hmm. one, one was in a group of like over 5,000 people and wow. she rocked it, you know, she's a force. Um, in with, so just like she's, her mama. she's you been know, watching you her whole life. Yeah. So. But I mean, it gave our family back, like you said. Yeah. It wasn't just that it gave me Grace back; it gave me Lily too, yeah. because her life would have been really different as well if she didn't have a have a sibling. So for sure. But it's Incredible. just, yeah. I mean, I'm so super excited about hyperbarics, and you guys have, you guys really like. I have to tell you, like, well, I loved being picked up in the car and loved all the things <laughs> that you a had car, right, it was a Jeep. or Jeep. Okay, Thank the Jeep, you. and love having all the sayings that you had on it. But um, what were the sayings on the Jeep that Shannon picked you up? freaking Kenneth's is in the house. Love that one. Shannon, Shannon, bitch. What was oh, that? Man, I wasn't going to swear, but I'll let you do that. You know, I'm from Wisconsin. You already dropped the I'm from, I'm from Wisconsin. We're like nice girls in Wisconsin, you know? Yeah. Um, but um, I just I just love what you guys have done here. Like you have so many things here that can help, you know, so many modalities. And um, I'm just so – I'm so impressed. I am beyond – in in press but i'm inspired like really like you know i'm super excited to start the 2020 tour off of going around the country and talking about hyperbarics and stopping at various clinics and stopping and seeing different celebrities that are using hyperbarics but this inspires me this shows me that you know everything that you know we've worked so hard for what you guys have worked so hard for what i have done for advocating that people actually get the opportunity to come to a clinic in their place cuz you know 22 years ago i had to take grace from wisconsin all the way to florida so now people have that availability access to, access it. to yeah. it in their own community and you have helped pave so, that way so you are the foundation well, I have a Can huge you comprehend team. that? Like, it's, it's yeah, incredible. Yeah, I mean, I, it is incredible. I'm, yeah. You know, considering I knew nothing about hyperbarics. Right. And I'm turning it into my passion right. and turning it into something that, you know, like, no matter what, like, I want to change. I, we need change. We need preventative medicine. We need yeah. people to take their health into their hands early on before it gets mm-hmm. to be later on. Yeah, and I feel like most people, they end up finding hyperbarics because they're in a crisis mm-hmm. or they have a story of how they got involved. And I... I want to honor that and I want it to be available for those situations, but I want to change it, like you said, and turn it into preventative medicine. And how can we put that more on the map and make it available for different conditions that we're very well aware of as far as traumatic brain injuries, cancer recovery, autoimmune conditions, like sports injuries, athletic performance, anti-aging. Anti-aging are huge. It actually came into this country because of anti-aging. And then the first MS patient in the U.S., was at Dr. Neubauer's clinic and they got better with it. And then it just kind of like took off, um, you know, about eight or nine years ago, autism was, you know, on the rise. And we we did a double blind placebo controlled study within the organization, saw the mechanism and why hyperbarics was helping um, with autism. And it just kind of started to explode and people started to like take notice. It definitely helps, you know, in our country, it really helps when you have like 
a, a celebrity, an actor, an actress, you know, somebody that has more media attention than they know what to do with it right. and they're using it. And so that's really what I want to bring to the forefront when I do this tour is like I want to put LeBron James right next to a little boy that has cerebral palsy, that has a basketball in his hand, and he only dreams of playing basketball, right? And LeBron James uses it so that he can continue to, you know, have his career and do everything that he does, right? And so I'm matching children with these celebrities to show that, you know, you have this side of the coin of it, and then you have this side. And I think it's going to be a great thing. And I think that that will wake people up to know that this is something that you shouldn't wait on you know like Mm -hmm. everybody should just do hyperbarics just because we all have talked we have environmental toxins you know we don't always eat healthy um we like to have alcohol like different things and so i think that um yeah right over here how can we we imperfectly thrive i just want to say the middle girl has water in her glass with ice (laughs) just saying these two, I'm not so sure. But yeah, I'm super excited about that because I think it's really going to What about the make... Justin Bieber's in the world too? And the Justin Bieber's in the world Justin, that are if you're listening, are you are like invited to be it. on the podcast. Yes, Justin, we need you on this podcast. You should see the life statue of you out there. Um, I'll do a big shout out to you. Um, and um, Why does Justin use hyperbaric um, Mental health, you know, and mental health is, you know, right now in our country because of COVID, um, mental health is something that people are really starting to take notice of. It should have been taken notice of a long time ago, but it is what it is. And, and COVID has brought that to the forefront. We have children under the age of 15 committing suicide. Um, the depression rates are just more, I mean, you now have therapists that you can see online and, you know, via, you know, the internet and so forth. And it, it's just, you know, we need to stop that crisis, yeah. especially for the young kids. And you said last night that you believe mental health will be the trigger that's or the spark that really gets people talking about hyperbaric. I do. Right? Why, I do. Why I, is that? I, I think because we all, you know, before COVID, I feel like there's a large portion of our population that that maybe had problems, but didn't really understand things or really didn't connect or with related people to mental or health. Or related right? to it. And I think being on a lockdown, you know, with your own family members for a long period of time <laughs> um, can really help with, you know, really ben, show you that you may have. Uh, I don't know what you're you, talking you, you, about. You may, you may have some <laughs> mental health issues. Um, but I think that it made people aware of in, how incredibly fortunate they are. I think it made them were brought a, to light. Right, in it that made them scenario. aware that yeah. things could go very badly very quickly. Um, you know, when you hear of kids that were completely typical, normal kids, 12 years, 12 years old, hanging themselves, it's like, it's just, it's, it's, you can't even comprehend it. And I, and I've had close friends where one of their, their children passed away from suicide during COVID and, and they'll never get over that. You know, they'll, you know, they'll never get over that pain and that, that, um, suffering and not even knowing, not knowing. And I think that's the thing that, people now are aware. They're more aware because they mm-hmm. were home with their kids, right? They they got to see them longer. I mean, it was actually, in, in, in hindsight, it's kind of a gift, right? Because sure. when do you ever get to be home with your family, mm-hmm. you know, for that long of a period of time? Um, it, it, it made me stop and think because like, you know, I... I do 50, 70 flights a year. And, you know, I was grounded on it, you know, for like over six months. And it was nice waking up every morning and not not running to an airport and forgetting what state I was in or city I was in and just being there and being present 
with my family. Um, but that also made me realize that, you know, even within my own family structure, that I have family members that are struggling that had I not stopped and slowed down, I may have never known that. Right. You know, and so I think that, COVID you know, it, it did. That it, it, it did a lot of damage. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, a lot of people lost their lives. People mm-hmm. lost their, their businesses. Their, you know, it's, thank God yeah, we're, it's getting, still going on. we're getting it's still back trickling. on track. But yeah. I mean, I think it definitely made us wake up and be like, you know what, we are going to take our health into our own hands. We have to. So, like, we don't I see the choice. trend. I see people calling yeah. the IHA line all the time now wanting to know, will hyperbarics help with just, you know, depression? Will it help with, you know, you know, like just overall tiredness and like exhaustion and just worrisome and all that kind of stuff? And we never had those calls before. Like, you know, people were kind of it's private happening. about it. So I yeah. definitely see mental health as being, you know, one of the leaders. And then and actually, and then actually like addiction too. Um, that's been a, that yeah, too. That's, that's right. been a huge one. We have a lot going on in that arena, a lot of studies, spec scans before and after um, with with um, patients that, you know, are in different types of programs for addiction. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's going to be very promising for, for those people. And that's an amazing thing because it's, it's very, addiction is very hard. Yeah, and I think that what we also need to start talking about more when we say mental health is also connecting it to brain health. So it goes back to the spec scans you were talking about, and that's what Dr. Amen and all his clinics Mm -hmm. and recognizing that there's a correlation to your physical health, your brain health. What are you lacking or what are you getting too much of and not enough of the right thing? connected to mental health, right? Right, absolutely. And so there's, there's yeah. things out there that can help that. that. can help, yeah. So mm-hmm. there's different diet changes. There's mm-hmm. supplements that you can take, obviously, hyperbarics, um, meditation, like, right. you know, yoga, just a light variety, light therapy, mm-hmm. just a wide variety of things that if you may, are made aware of them, right. you know, um, you know, because some of my own family members, they're aware, but they're not really aware, right? Mm-hmm. They know what I do for my living. They know that I'm all about hyperbarics, but, you know, it's really been kind of pushed into the forefront because they're using hyperbarics for COVID in other countries. We are mm-hmm. now using it in are our they countries. Real, like, yeah, in other in other they countries. They started right away. They started right away using hyperbarics. Like there are chambers that are being shipped from the U.S. over to other countries what to use hyperbarics for and, people that are but, critical. Critical. But critical they people. but they are now doing that here. Like in New York, there's hospitals using it. They're putting them in the chamber. Definitely putting. You know what happens is they put the critical ones in the hyperbaric chambers and it helps them. But what they don't do is that the people that have had COVID and they have what they call the COVID brain fog. It's you know they just they you know they just let them go. They're calling right? them COVID long haulers. Is you what know, they're and them. they're the ones that you need to definitely get into your clinics afterwards. As they soon need as to possible. come. They need to do the lights. They need to do hyperbarics. They need to do nutrition. They need to do IVs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and I've seen people already going to clinics that have one after a month treatment good. of hyperbaric oxygen can change their world when they're suffering post-COVID because sometimes it's really hitting them hard and it's lack of oxygen absorption Mm. into their organs and their whole system. So Yeah, I'm super excited because Dr. Amen's going to be speaking at the IHA conference and he's going to be speaking on hyperbarics, COVID, and spec scans. So what he has seen, I think there's like 50-something cases that he's going to be talking, you know, that he has. So it's going to be really great. Yeah. So I want to talk about the IHA, the International Hyperbaric Association. That was created after Grace because of Grace's story, right? It was something you yeah, took on. Yeah, so I took it on and turned it nonprofit. And um, it was just, there was nothing out there. There was right. really nothing out there for parents. Um, and so 
Um, the person that founded it asked me to, to step in and I stepped in. We turned it nonprofit in 2005 and um, it's just been an amazing thing, you know. So when What's I the started, of it? the is... purpose is just to grow the field. Okay. So like to support health practitioners, um, businesses that end up wanting to implement hyperbarics into their practice um, and to help them grow and to help them reach the people in their, you know, territory so that people don't have to go travel so far. I mean, that was my biggest thing is like, I need to have these clinics everywhere because not everybody could do what I did. You know, I did a lot of fundraising. My family gave me a lot of money to take grace from Wisconsin all the way to Florida. But what about the people that can't afford that? Like, it's not, it's just not fair. I want everybody I want everybody to have a story like Grace. You know, I want everybody to be able to say that they did this and it, you know, they got their grandfather back after a stroke or they got to t- they got more quality time with their mom who suffers from Parkinson's or you know and just or they got more time with their mom because no longer are they having migraines and the mom is now able to play in the backyard with them and mm. be able to do things with them. I mean like you know, I always looked at it like if I could get one, rid of just one of Grace's disabilities, that was huge for me, like mm-hmm. gigantic. Like I never thought that I would ever get what I got, but it's, you know, it's funny because when you get one thing, I'm like, okay, maybe I can get this thing and then maybe I can get <laughs> this more, thing. I'm a little bit greedy on that, on that end, you know? So like when she walked to me for the first time, I was just like – that was amazing. And then it was like, okay, now I want her feeding tube gone. And, you know, we just did all those baby steps. And for us, it turned out, you know, wonderful. But the stories that break my heart is when parents reach out to me and they hear Grace's story and they say how faint they, they just fell in love with her story. But then they say, I wish I would have known. Yeah, I had a child and I wish that those I would have known hardest. they've passed away. And I just, mm-hmm. it, it breaks me and it just makes me fight harder to make sure that I don't get those emails anymore and I don't have people saying to me, I wish I had known. I want everybody to know. I want everybody to know that hyperbarics works, that it helps. It's not a cure-all, but it definitely changes. It's a game changer in so many people's lives. And like I said, you know, when when you're able to button your own shirt after having a stroke, instead of having somebody do it for you, the dignity, you know, the dignity that you give back to that human being it, it, it exceeds anything else that you could possibly do. And I think that people just aren't aware of it, you know, because I still have people say to me, you know, well, you know, Grace isn't normal like Lily. And I'm like, well, let me tell you, Lily isn't normal all the time either. <laughs> <She's better. laughs> you Lily, know, Lily's vibe. She's you know, amazing. so yeah. I, but, you know, people look at her and, you know, we, we know she can, she has about a hundred to 200 purposeful words, um, receptive language, huge, expressive, not the greatest. Um, but I look at them, I'm like, but my God, she was on life support for three years of her life. Like, can't you see those changes? And they just don't, they still see that she's still disabled. And I'm just Mm. like, get the hell out of here, you know, because, you know, she's amazing and, and she's, you know, loved. And when you meet her, you will, she, I, the greatest thing about Grace is like her laughter and her smile. And every person that has ever met her says to me, I just left knowing that things were going to be okay. And that the world is going to be better. And I'm just like, that is amazing because that's her. And I'm proud because she's my daughter, of course. Yeah, so. she's meant to be on this planet. Mm-hmm. She chose you to be her mom. Yeah. 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 She just emits light. And I can say that without even knowing her, but I'm really excited I know, to meet I'm her I am super excited June. for you guys to meet her. Yeah. So what's happening in June? So in June, we're having um, the International Hyperbaric Association Conference. Mm-hmm. And it is a three-day conference. And we bring in leaders from around the world to talk about hyperbaric therapy. We have CME credits for physicians and healthcare practitioners. We have some of the best names, Dr. Amen. We have Dave Asprey. Um, I just added a veterinarian to it. 
it. Um, you know, I have Dave Gatto. I have so many people that are going to be speaking. I'm super excited about it. I have Dr. Jason Saunders, who's just been really pushing and leading the field forward um, and just really super excited about what we're doing. Yeah. So it's Is Bieber going to be there? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of trying to, you know, get to the people that know him to be like, stop by our, we're having a charity golf tournament on the ah. 24th. So, um, you know, it'd be nice if he would stop by and say hi to some of our golfers and maybe a couple fans. You guys can't see me because we're on the air, but I'm clicking my head to the right of me. Justin Bieber, if you're you listening know. right now, <laughs> you are wanted on, what's the date? June. June 24th, Rosen, Shingle Creek, Orlando, Florida. Be there. Be there. <laughs> So we talk up you guys talk a lot about preventative, you know, care and and I think this is my this is a question slash statement slash slash question. I believe that we have this really false um in America, at least in our nation, we have a false idea of what healthy is. Because we see it in magazines, it's six packs six pack abs, it's you know, you know, beautiful skin and all that stuff. Do you think that's part of the stigma that these other treatments that people can do other than pharmaceutical, is that a problem that they face? Is that one of the problems you think? I think that um, we do have a false idea of what, you know what, what healthy is because you can have somebody that is overweight but is extremely healthy, right? right? That's what I'm Their saying. blood pressure is good. They can beat you at walking on a treadmill. They can do all these things, right? So we do have a false sense of what actual healthy is. And I think that that's what makes it so difficult is because either you look at somebody and you think that they're skinny and they're fit, but just because you're skinny doesn't mean that you're healthy. Right. Doesn't mean that you, you know, are healthy on the inside. You know, you could have, you know, very high blood pressure. You could have low blood pressure. You could have anxiety. You can have migraines. You can have GI issues. You can have Crohn's. So it doesn't really matter like the physical part. And so, yes, I do think that that interferes a lot um, with people getting the help that they want. And also in our country, obviously, we're, you know, sorry, like a large portion of our country is very vain, you know, right, and 100%. You, you know, and you have to be, you know, that picture perfect person. But, you know, just because you're a picture perfect person doesn't mean that you're healthy. Yeah. Um, and you see that a lot in Hollywood. You see a lot of people that look like they're fit. And all of a sudden you hear that they have this disease or that disease or they're right. fighting this or they're fighting that, you know. So I tell people that you just, you know, look at yourself, look at your genes, look at your genetics, you know, talk to your family, your parents, your grandparents, find out what it is in your family, your genetic makeup, and then live your life the best way that you can for your genetics. Because yeah. I think that's also going to be the, the way of the future. I think and that, the epigenetics that, yeah, where, you can... yeah, where you can like trace it all back. You're going to know what kind of food you actually could eat. It's yeah. a little bit different than the blood type diet because it's it's genetically based you know and so i think that you're going to see that and i and i think that that's only going to help hyperbarics because then people are going to realize that you know maybe they you know their ancestry is more like they have like gi issues or they have different types of those things well what is what happens i mean hyperbarics helps tremendously with gi you know and so i think that the more that we do targeted hyperbarics at for certain indications mm. and stuff i think people are going to start to that's really to good see, you know when you can reel it in and you can be like it how you know we have all those indication cards that i showed last night so you know the importance of those to me was that so we could say traumatic brain injury right but i think that's a great card 
But I also think that you should say post-traumatic stress disorder. I think you should say domestic violence. I think you should say near drowning because those are the key words that are going to, you know, hit home with somebody when you say a gener- generic word such as TBI, right? Right. Because it can encompass so many different things. Oh, so, it covers you know, or when things. we do like, you know, environmental medicine or we do yeah. autoimmune, that's great with autoimmune, but you know what that means? We're talking about Lyme. We're talking about lupus. We're talking about different viruses. So, you know, it's it, we're, we work really hard at the IJ to try to bring those tag words to the general population because that's how it's going to make a difference mm-hmm. instead of the general broad terms, you know, to actually tackle those actual indications because then people are like, oh, my gosh, yes, I have that. You know, not just say GI, but say Crohn's, yeah. you know. I mean. Yeah, and the reason that Edna and I, my business partner, got into it hyperbarics is because she had chronic migraines for over 30 years, right? And if it weren't for the IHA being involved in getting hyperbarics on the map like it did eight years ago, Edna would have never been introduced and it would have never taken away her migraines. So they Mm -hmm. are completely gone. And then I followed suit in my healing. I was pre-autoimmune. Like I had all all those symptoms. They're gone. They are gone. And it's all about getting it into the consumer's hands, right? And and you have to break it down if you're going to put it in the consumer's hands. You private have to clinics are so important because yeah. that's the only way that people are going to have access. Yeah. yeah, but we're getting there. We have we're 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 rocking it. Yeah. We're yeah. getting more and more clinics. More and more people are getting interested in it. And again, I see a shift. I see people really starting to do what other countries do, whereas they take you know you know their medical health into their own hands. You know, and it's not the responsibility of a doctor at the end of the day to figure out what the hell's going on with your body. It's your responsibility to do that. It's your responsibility to make sure that if you feel a lump or you feel tired all the time or you get sick after eating gluten that, that oh, wow, maybe I have a gluten sensitivity and maybe I should like try to change the way I'm eating. You know, you know, we, we all are responsible for our own bodies. And we have to take that accountability and we have to, you know, take that and run with it and do the best we can, especially because there's other people in your life that most likely are counting on you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you just have to do that. And it's it's hard. Believe me. I mean, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I'm not the healthiest person and I struggle with it on a daily basis. And it's just it's a difficult thing. And in in when we're in a difficult society and, you know, but, you know, you just you, you might you might eat crappy one day and the next day you just pick up and be like, today's going to be a better day. You own it, yep. you move on. Yeah. <laughs> takes work too. Yeah. It takes work. Yeah, it does take work. Yeah. But you can okay. do that. Like you, you know, other places don't have that opportunity in life, right? We here in America still have that that choice to make that choice for ourselves. So, oh, sorry. Stop tapping. Oh, I'm tapping. I'm a hand user. Sorry, whoever's listening. Just if like you, Edna. If you heard the Frickin tapping, Edna. it was me. I was tapping on the counter. You can't see me because I'm using all my hands all the time, but... <laughs> Well, you're speaking my language. Everything you're saying is exactly in alignment to the mes- message we're trying to get across to yeah. the world. So oh, you guys it's are, beautiful. You guys are rock stars. I'm super you're excited. You're a rock star. You're a rock star. You're a bigger rock star than Edna. So, Shannon, I have to ask you, what do you do for fun? Boy, what do I do for fun? <laughs> hmm. In your crazy life of traveling the world. Right you know, now. my fun is really my family. It's like being home with Lily and Grace. Um, I love just being home with them. I love, you know, having my mom and dad and my brothers and, you know, everybody and my nieces and nephews is, you know, family is really, really super important to me. Um, I love um, karaoke, even though I'm a horrible singer. Um, But I think it's a lot of fun. And I just I just love like being around people and stuff. So, yeah. Well, you're amazing at it. And you're amazing at bringing people together, too. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. 
so excited about the future. <laughs> it's bright. It is. It's bright. We're going into the light. Yes. That's for damn sure. One more question for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've been to other hyperbaric businesses. Uh-huh. What separates Inlight from other ones You know that you've been to? I'd have to say, you're really putting me on the spot there because I'm sure some of the other clinics are going to be listening to this. Well, what are they doing? All the clinics. But I would have to say this is that, you know, it is really like your your name like into the like in light. I'm telling you, everybody here has been nothing but amazing. Like I'm talking like from the minute you walk in the front door, the fl- friendliness of people, you know, you feel like you're at home. Like it's just a very nice, comforting thing. And when you are somebody that's struggling with a health condition and to come into a place where you just feel like you like you're like. I just got the shivers. Like you just let your shoulders down and you're like, you know what? I know I'm in the right place and I know these people are going to be able to help me. And it's just been that part of it has been amazing. And everything else, their color scheme, like just everything. They have great they, bathrooms, they, they, don't they? they? Oh, yes. The bathroom. <laughs> in the, I know. You guys got to come here and check out the bathroom in the front. I'm you're not going to be disappointed. 1601 Broadway Street, <laughs> Vancouver, Washington, 9663. But I mean, it just, I think that would be, I would say to set it apart is that they've, they've really, Edna and, and Caitlin, you guys have put together an amazing team. Yes. And you can tell that you guys are family. You can tell that you guys love each other. You can tell that you're in this for the right reasons. We and, manifested them you know. through this thing called energy. Oh. <laughs> and they energy. use crystals. I was just going to hmm. say, do you think the energy is so good here because of all the crystals that we have at Inlight Hyperbergs? Hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Speak up. How do you feel about crystals? <laughs> oh, jeez. Hmm. Aren't you supposed to ask me the other question yeah. first? Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. So you there. need to ask me that question first because then I have an answer to that question that will lead to the answer of this question. All right. So we'll start with question number one that I ask all my guests. Mm-hmm. What is your secret superpower to empowering your people to tap into their inner healer if you were to pick just one? Grace. Boom. <clears throat> Nailed it. Like, I can't with you. I've heard her story <laughs> over 100 times, and I cry every time. Tell me about it. I cry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and you are as real as it gets because you are so humble, you are so real, and you're so authentic. And just thank you. Oh, no. Thank you, guys. You it's do. been a wonderful, you know, it's actually been, like, so much fun and, like, relaxing, like I said, you know. Well, until you got a facial from Edna today. I did. What she did afterwards wasn't so pleasant, <laughs> but, you know, do? it's all good. <laughs> This thing called TRT. What she's is zapped, that? Yeah, she's yeah zapped she zapped, zapped me. Like mm-hmm. you, like she's like, if it's like, I want it to be between a four and a seven. If it gets above a seven, I'm like, Edna, it's like eleven. <laughs> like you know. So I'm like, wow. I was like walking out of the field, like, oh, my skin is so like. I was like <laughs> getting shocked, just like going everywhere. But anyway, it was lovely. It's freaking Edna, <laughs> Hurricane Edna. All right, one last question. Do you believe in aliens? Um, I believe in aliens just as much as I believe in crystals. And I'm going to leave be very it at that. How she answers that. I'm going to leave it at that. I believe in aliens just as much as I believe in crystals. So you'll have to do a little research to find out if I believe in crystals. That's a great answer. It is. Isn't you did it? a really Boom. good job on that. <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. Ben, do you have any more questions for Shannon? No, good. Love the Wisconsin hat, by the, by the way. For you. Thank you. For you, my dear. Thank you. 
appreciate that. I am surrounded that. by Wisconsiners. What are they called? What do you call yourself? Well, no, no. Okay, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, she sends me a text saying, by the way, remember, she's a fellow Wisconsinier. I'm like, oh, what is a Wisconsinier? <laughs> yeah, I made it up. That? I don't know yeah, what you obviously call yourself. you made that up. <laughs> and I reply, oh, okay, great. By the way, it's Wisconsin Nights. Like, I don't think I replied to him. Go like, Bucky. <laughs> It's like I say what I want. Yeah. But thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure and so much fun. It's been an honor. Um, There's more to come. There's so much more to talk about. And go find Shannon online. You can find her, shannonandgrace.com. Look up her story. She's been on the Montel show, right? Yeah, we've done Montel. Yeah. Good Morning America, the Today Show. A couple other things. Yep, you can just, you can even just Google Grace Kennett's and it'll pop everything up ihausa.org you can go to that and you can look in the show notes because everything is there thanks to my amazing producer th3 entertainment thank you all we're going into the light through hyperbaric oxygen therapy we'll see you next time and remember healing begins within thank you for listening to into the light with crazy kate Make sure to check out all new episodes released bi-weekly and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. You can also check me out online at intothelightwithcrazykate.com and that's Kate spelled C-A-I-T and give a follow on Instagram at intothelight.podcast. Into the Light with Crazy Kate is a TH3 entertainment production. Into the Light with Crazy Kate should be used for informational purposes only and should not be considered a recommendation for or against any specific medical treatments. Please contact your healthcare provider or Inlight Hyperbarics directly to see what therapies, if any, might be appropriate for you and your specific situation.